Look guys, I had to quit. I had to quit Clubhouse. I was wasting too much time on there, okay? You already know the drill. This is the Social Bamboo Podcast. We teach fast and sustainable social media strategies. And today, I'm unfortunately going to have to go back on something I said before. It's not that it wasn't true before, but Clubhouse, it's just not my jam anymore, okay? I had to stop going to the club. And it is not because my double-popped collar was not working, obviously. Obviously, this works, okay? Obviously, this gets a lot of positive attention. It's not because I wear my tie around my head. It's not because of any of the style. If you can't tell, I'm obviously dripping in drip right now, just iced out. So that is how I attended the club because that's how you're supposed to attend this audio drop-in platform, Clubhouse. So it's one thing that I had to get dressed up for the club each time, but there's just a lot of things about Clubhouse that made it so I'm just, I'm not going to do the app anymore. In all seriousness, I really am done with Clubhouse. I'm going to take off this hat and this high so you can actually take me seriously this episode. Uh, But I really did uh, back off from Clubhouse. I'm not at the point where I've completely deleted the app, but because we talk about sustainable social media, growth strategies on this podcast. I don't feel like this is a sustainable uh, strategy for a lot of businesses at this point. I've tried it in a lot of different ways. There's so many other ways that I could try it. I still think there's plenty of room for opportunity on there, but I always do feel like I should come out if I'm not going to be doing Clubhouse anymore because I told you guys I do Tuesday rooms, right? If you've been listening to the show the last couple of months, I've been hammering in on it because let me first start off by saying, Clubhouse is actually an awesome app. It just is really hard for it to always be worth your time as a social media marketer. And I think there's a lot of ways that you can make it worth your time, but it still is really hard to control because you you only have so much control when you're like in a room of 100 people and uh, 20 of them have the ability to unmute their mic at any point. It kind of makes it difficult to know that every time you show up to Clubhouse, that stuff is going to get done, okay? It's hard to always consistently rely on you being productive when you're on Clubhouse. And that is partly why, mostly why, that I feel like it's not worth my time to at least do a weekly Clubhouse anymore. Now, before I dive into my five reasons why I'm most likely just done with Clubhouse as far as taking it seriously as a marketer, maybe I'll use it uh, for fun. But before I go into all that, let me just talk about what I do like about Clubhouse because I really don't have a different standpoint on why the app is awesome compared to my previous episodes because it's a necessary social platform. I I feel like Clubhouse is the only social media platform that when you're on there and you unmute the mic and you're talking to people that it actually feels like you're being social. Like it really feels like if you're an extrovert and you're itching to talk to people, you can go on Clubhouse and get your extroverted itch scratch. If you go on to Facebook or Instagram and just scroll, you're still going to feel like you need to call some friends. But Clubhouse, you can actually talk to people. So for that reason, I think it's an awesome social media app for 
social media. Uh, as far as the marketing standpoint, though, is what I'm going to talk about because how you use the app for fun is it's completely up to you. But as far as just marketing activities, I found that there's only a few positions that I was getting in that I actually felt was the most worth my time. So here's some other things that I like about it. Apart from it actually being a social app, the other thing I like about it is you really feel like you're getting connections with people. Like when you're talking to people, giving them advice, like a lot of times podcast listeners, you guys would come on into Clubhouse, you'd ask me questions, and I would be able to go over to your account and answer them for you. I was able to give you much better advice. It was also really cool when I'd have a podcast listener in the room, and you'd say something about the podcast in a room full of other people that weren't familiar with my podcast. So any of you who own a podcast, I don't like saying that word too much in a row. Um, any of you who own a podcast, it's probably a great platform to be on because it's an audio platform. And I think it's also great for people that just want to get info and just let their phone sit there while you do work. If you want to have Clubhouse there and the room is actually valuable and you want to let it sit there while you take some notes, then it's great. Then it's like a live podcast. The other thing I found valuable was the ability to ask questions to people that you would normally not get in contact with. Some of the uh, podcasts that were formed on this show, the John Lee Dumas interview, and then I have an upcoming interview with Halataha next month. Uh, A lot of very valuable connections that I made on Clubhouse that I wouldn't have normally been able to get. And if you listen to my Clubhouse episode, which I still do think it has merit because all the points that I make in it uh, I don't know all of them off the top of my head. I was kind of questioning my sentence there. I don't know. But most of it, like, I still believe that it's an awesome app. It's just, it it's not worth my time anymore ever since April rolled around. So that's why I don't know if those of you who are active on Clubhouse are still seeing this, but it seems like there's been a massive drop off of the amount of active users on the platform, which makes it a lot harder for this to be worth your time. But all in all, Clubhouse, I like it because one is that it actually feels like you're being social. Two is that it is a totally different social media platform. I like that it's not really like, oh, it's like Twitter, but slightly different. Like it's just a new platform. Three is that you can just let it chill there and you can get work done while it hangs out in the background and you can use it very passively. The fourth one is that you can get connections with people that you wouldn't normally get to talk to. Like the other day, I could have like asked Lindsay Lohan a question if I wanted to in this room and I was like, I don't I don't know what to ask her. <laughs> I just want to tell her that Herbie's a good movie. Uh, otherwise, I don't know what question to ask her. So it was just like, it's just like cool how it's bridged a lot of the world together. But let me go ahead and just like take off the rest of my club gear here so you can like listen to me seriously the rest of the interview and I can actually look at myself in this uh, mirror here and not laugh. Um, So let me do that. There we go. I'm a little more family friendly now. So let's go into the reasons, my five reasons why I'm pretty sure I'm just done with Clubhouse. The first one is that the follower frenzy seems to be over. Whenever an app is new and people are following no one, the first thought on their mind is who should I follow? So it's a lot easier when people see your account Uh, or they hear you speak in a clubhouse room for them to be like, whatever, I'm not following anyone. I'll just follow this person. And when I was coming into rooms in March, it was like every time I got on stage, I'd get 20 to 50 followers. I'd go over to my Instagram. I'd have another five to 10 followers over there. It was awesome. It was totally worth my time. And I'm really glad that I capitalized on it when I did, which is also part of the reason why this podcast is very much so like you have to act 
quick, right? With the things that I say, you can't just be like, okay, TikTok, I'll try it out in a couple years. You got to act on it right then, all right? If I'm telling you to strike while the iron is hot, like, because I was pulling a red alarm on Clubhouse before, and I was totally right to do so. I would have red alarmed even harder before knowing what I know now, just because that was such an awesome and easy opportunity to grow when everyone was in follower frenzy mode. And that's how I talked about it on that podcast too. When people are new to the app, they're looking for who to follow. And there's plenty of new people coming on the app. They don't even have the Android version out yet. So there still is a little bit of this phrase going on. It's not over. It just has died down to the point that I was like, all right, it's kind of losing steam where I'm really having to pull teeth to get people to follow me now, or I'm having to like knock my answers out of the park for like every question I get. If I'm going to get people to be like, all right, I'll follow this guy. I just found it. It it was it just kind of like how Instagram is nowadays, unless you're providing real value that they're not getting anywhere else, they can live without following you. So they will. So you really have to do an awesome job when you do show up on Clubhouse if you want to attract followers at a quick rate, which really isn't a problem. I'm just saying that the follower frenzy where it's just really easy is mostly over. The second major reason is because there's so much infobesity over there. You just hear so much information. It's just a bunch of people asking questions. And sometimes these rooms will drag on for a couple hours. I was even running my room for about three hours at the beginning. And towards the end, when I'd have people cycling through, I'd get so many of the same questions. It just felt like I was up there answering the same question over and over. And I kept thinking about the people that I'd see in the audience. And I'm like, you've been here the whole time. Get out of the room. Go take action on your business. You shouldn't be in here. And I just kind of felt wrong as a coach. The problem is that almost every time I got a question on there, I really like to hear people like the way they're asking their questions beyond what their actual question literally is. Because as a coach, I feel like good coaches, they don't just answer the question you ask. They answer the question that you should have asked, and they can kind of hear that you're really having trouble with. And what I'd hear from people on Clubhouse is that they needed to get off Clubhouse and go take action on their business. I wanted to answer almost every single question of, yeah, you should probably not be in this room for more than an hour. You should ask your question and then you should get the hell out of here. What are you doing listening to all these other people's questions about their businesses when they're asking, should I start my business? Like it's so many step zero and step one questions that you get over there that if you don't get out of the room, once you get your question answered, you're likely not going to just keep getting more and more and more value. And even then you're not getting value at the rate that you should, because it's not specific about your business. You should ask your question. And then probably unless the next person up just happens to be right at that same spot in business and life as you, or you can benefit from their perspective somehow. I'm sure you can learn from it. I'm just saying, could you learn more from going on YouTube or buying a course on exactly what you need to know and spending your time on that or even listening to a podcast on exactly what you need to know? You would probably get a lot more valuable information because even this, like what you're listening to right now, it's edited, okay? So you don't have to listen to me, try to fumble through my words, try to come up with examples. You don't have to listen to me answer people's questions with the best answer that popped into my mind at that moment. You get to listen to content that is actually structured and planned out. So the rate that you're learning when you're consuming a video that was planned and edited is usually a lot quicker than the rate you're learning when you're in a clubhouse room. So that's why I think it's very easy to just stay on there 
for a couple hours and feel like you got nothing done and didn't even really learn anything that was valuable. If you took that time, those three hours, and read a book, you'd probably get so much more valuable data than what you would get from listening to beginner businesses, like it's almost always beginner businesses in these coaching rooms, ask questions about their business. And a lot of the questions are like, should I even start my business? And they just have to be like, yes, do what you want with your life. You can do anything. So if you've been in business for a while, you're probably not going to like a lot of the info on there. If you're in the early stages, you'll probably find a lot of people who are in the same stage as you. Now, because there's a lot of new business owners and I've been kind of saying, you know, you don't need to go on there because there's so many other businesses that are totally in different spots than you. It seems like it would make sense that if you're a new business owner, you should go over there and hear all these other new business owners, ask their newbie questions, and it would be valuable to you. But tip number three here actually would make me totally disagree with that. And it's because you're going to get conflicting information over on Clubhouse. This is probably the biggest problem, and I'm getting emotional here, I can already tell. So get ready. (laughs) Honestly, here's what I've seen on Clubhouse is just completely wrong information. People would come on there, these new business owners, they'd ask this question. And I would hear some coaches the people that are apparently are reputable, but in a lot of cases, they just had a lot of clubhouse followers because they downloaded the app in January and they were early and they caught it really early in the follower frenzy and they were just early adopters, right? So that's why they had all these followers and they'd come on and they'd answer the question and be apparent that they had no clue what they were talking about. Now, new business owners, they don't know that they just got a crappy answer. They thought they got the best answer in the world. So I'm over here losing my mind, listening to my phone here, giving a newbie business owner the worst answer ever. And then that person saying, wow, thanks so much. That was a great answer. And then all the other moderators giving them mic claps and tooting their horn and be like, that was so awesome. That was such a great answer. And it's just so clearly a wrong answer. Not even, oh, that's an interesting opinion. It's just like, that was just wrong. Like, that was just a stupid opinion. Um, that was just stupid. Like, so why would you tell that person that? Okay, like to give you an example, like one person was trying to sell her art and she's like, yeah, I'm trying to grow my Instagram. And someone's like, well, I mean, I would post your art on LinkedIn. And it was just like, what What are you talking about? And the lady left. She was like, okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to post on LinkedIn. I was like, no, like, like I have such a better answer, but I'm in the audience and I can't do anything about it. So it's just like, I just got to sit here listening to people give each other wrong advice. And it just makes me lose my mind. So So partly is me being at the position where I am in coaching, it makes it so I can see a lot of people who are newer that I'm like, what are you talking about? And I don't mean to discourage new coaches because you should try, but I will discourage new coaches trying to coach on things that they don't know, thinking that because they're a coach, they should give an answer. If you are on Clubhouse and you get asked a question that you don't know, just say you don't know. It's totally fine. People won't lose respect for you like, oh, I thought he was a coach. He's supposed to know everything. They're just going to be like, oh, his ego is not out of control. So that's great. (laughs) So if you don't know the answer, just say so. There's just a lot of coaches on there that really don't know what they're talking about and choose to unmute themselves, give an answer all the time, run away with it, just talk for way too long about nothing. And then I have to listen to someone act like they just got the best answer in the world. And I know it's going to screw them over. And I'm like, I'm off the app for the day. So like point number three, here is probably like the main reason why I just like can't stand to be on there. 
The fourth reason I quit Clubhouse is because most moderators have no idea how to move a conversation along. They literally just let someone tell their life story to an audience of a hundred people where it's like an, like it would be a room like grow your Instagram. And then someone will come up there and be like, oh, I just, I've got this idea for a business. And I got the idea because my son came home from school one day and he said that he wishes that he had healthier lunches. And I decided to start a podcast. Whatever. Who cares? Okay. Like no one cares why your business started when you're talking to a room of a hundred people that we're all just trying to learn something in this room. There's this moderator on Clubhouse named Lauren Tickner. If you've been on Clubhouse before, you've probably heard of her. She has one of the largest followings on there. And when people come up on her stage, she says, what's your question without the backstory? And it's so funny because people are like, oh, without the backstory. Like they they were all so ready to share their story as if that is necessary to ask a question. And I get it. Like when you're a new business, you're not at the point where you even have a question. You just want to like kind of tell people your business idea so they can tell you you're not that crazy. So there's a lot of that going on on Clubhouse. But for me, I'm not really trying to listen to people come to terms with if they should start their business or not and use like two hours of my day to, to listen to people do that. As a listener, when you're hearing all of these conversations going on, it's like rarely good info, especially compared to the info that you could be getting most other places. I I think the only thing on Clubhouse that is better info that you would get anywhere else is when you ask your question. When I've come up to the stage and ask a question for my own business, I've gotten really great answers and then I get off right then, all right? But that's really the key because other people's questions are rarely gonna be the most valuable information that you could be consuming. The fifth reason I quit Clubhouse, and this is the most conclusive of all of them, is I just feel like Every time I show up in these weekly rooms, whether it be my own room or other rooms that I was attending on a weekly basis, I would show up to the same room every time. The amount of people that show up just keeps going down and down and down despite the app being more mature and still very early on. It should still be in a very quick growth, but I'm not really seeing it happen. If you're seeing it differently, if you're seeing it differently, obviously let me know in the comments. But for them to be losing any kind of steam before they've even monetized, before there's even ad space on there, lets me know that as soon as they start showing ads, however they're going to do it, or maybe they monetize it in a way that it costs to attend in some rooms, it seems like they're going to lose a lot of people as soon as ads start becoming a part of it, because they're already losing that coolness factor before they've even added the ads. And that's like part of Facebook's successes. If you've watched the social network, you know, they took a very long time before ads was the thing. They had to be cool and very necessary and something everyone needed before they plagued it essentially with ads. But that's going to be inevitable for Clubhouse to grow. And I don't feel like they're going to be able to survive much longer after that phase. Just looking at how quickly it seems to be dying already. So that's what I got for you today. I just want to let you know that Clubhouse will no longer be part of my weekly strategy. It was in March and I was doing a weekly room and I did plan on doing it until the end of the year at the rate that I was growing from doing these rooms. But with everything considered, I have decided that it is no longer part of my weekly schedule. So Don't worry about coming to my Tuesday morning room anymore. You can still go follow my social media mastery clubhouse or just my Derek Fidel account on clubhouse and set the notification bell on. If I ever do go on and I'm speaking somewhere, I'm sure I'll do some random drop-ins or maybe if I get enough requests for a certain question, I'll just do like an impromptu clubhouse room. Maybe I'll do a podcast in there and record it in there just so I can get the extra live traffic. Okay, maybe I'll do a live interview and I'll record that and then double purpose that 
content, but then I'm not video recording it. And I'd rather put it on YouTube and podcast rather than podcast and whatever I get during that live chat during Clubhouse. The main point of this episode, apart from Clubhouse, is just make sure that with all the social media apps out there, that you do try all of them just so you can see where your company should be, uh, but really focus in on the ones that are driving the most results. You only have so many hours in the day. You only have so much content that you can create when it's just you especially. So make sure that you're spending your time in the most effective place. And for me, it was Clubhouse before, and it is no longer Clubhouse. And I got to let you know because you are my loyal listeners and I got to let you know whenever anything changes with my social media strategy. So that is the biggest change. What I will be supplementing it with instead is more YouTube videos. So make sure you subscribe because there will be more YouTube videos coming out than podcasts. Thank you for listening to Social Bamboo Podcast episode 139. If you have not heard yet or if you have not acted yet what are you doing my insta accelerator and map to monetization courses are on sale for 15 bucks until the end of may so you just got a couple weeks left you'll learn all of my content strategies as well as my top five monetization strategies so that you can actually start getting sales from your instagram On top of that, I am rolling out a new course update next month where I'm adding a whole new section on how to create reels, regardless of what industry or market you're in, just showing you how you can create reels for your company. So if you get in now, you will get that upgrade for free. Otherwise, when I do add that part, it will likely be accompanied by a small price increase. But once you buy in, you just get all future updates for free. So make sure you check that out at the link in the description and I will see you next week. 